All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win 10-4 to on Monday night on Memorial Day. Late night game in Seattle. If you stayed up for it, you got to see some spectacular play from Aaron Judge on both sides of the ball. He hit the two home runs. First one gave the Yankees a 3-1 to lead, and they never relinquished the lead. And the second one, a little tack on late in the game, insurance runs. He also robbed a home run on just an amazing catch. You know, you get these balls sometimes where a the outfielder may, maybe makes it look like it's going to be over the fence, clear the fence. This one was definitely going to clear the fence. Uh, and maybe Judge, he might be the only guy in the league who can catch it, given his height, his athleticism in right field, and the Yankees go on to win. And it was a big win because you got Bryce Miller going for the Mariners, who's just been awesome this season. Right-handed, hard thrower, locates his fastball well. Pretty much the exact pitcher you don't want to face the Yankees lineup if you're a Yankees fan. And the other end of things, you had Domingo Herman coming back from his suspension. The other day he said he was probably going to use less rosin. I don't think they were worried about you using rosin, Domingo. Whatever was all over you was not rosin. That, that's a fact. So it's good. He'll use less rosin. Hopefully he's going to hide whatever he does use a little more, a little better, be a little more discreet on whatever sticky stuff he's using. When it comes to sticky stuff, Garrett Cole, I wish he'd go back to using whatever he was using. Because I wrote about this, I spoke about it on the podcast last week, wrote about it on the on Keep to the City in the latest Yankees thoughts. His kind of downfall here in May coincides with the crackdown by baseball on the Yankees. On Domingo Herman, they checked him twice, He, you know, once in April, he gets suspended in May. Clark Schmidt got called out, had to wash his hands. So maybe that spooked Cole a little bit. Made him lay low for a little while here so he doesn't get questioned, so he doesn't get suspended. But whatever's been going on with him is just not working. Another really bad outing by him on Sunday. Uh, you know, he struggled early on. He lets Rugen Odor hit that bomb off him late in the game. And he's been giving these big leads. The Yankees are scoring runs when he pitches, and he's not doing a good enough job holding the leads. He's not doing a good enough job getting giving them length. Saving the bullpens on these days that he gets big leads. And Sunday's game was the latest example of that. He'll end May here on a pretty bad run of starts. After what was an unbelievable April, his best month as a Yankee. And the weekend over the Padres, outside of Friday night's game where they just didn't hit. You figured they wouldn't hit. Joe Musgrove, of course he was going to do well against the Yankees. You just knew that was going to happen. And then on Saturday... Luis Severino was great again, his second time out. First time against the Reds, you say, okay, it's the Reds, but this time against that Padres lineup. Impressive performance from Severino. The Yankees are able to come back with the LeMahieu home run, then walk it off, and then they get the Sunday game where they go down early, they tie it up, they go down again. They have the huge inning against Darvish, and then they grind out the rest of the game. And That would have been a horrible loss if they blew that, and they nearly did because Clay Holmes can't really trust Clay Holmes. It doesn't matter that he goes out there and he closes out the game. The way he does it is so excruciating. He just has no idea where the ball's going. He just basically throws his sinker as hard as he can and hopes it's in the zone. And if it's not, he hopes he gets a swing in the mess because he has no idea where the ball's going. We know this. We see this. He'll just throw 10 balls in a row. No idea where it's going. And it's scary because Boone trusts him to be, whether it's the closer or a in enormous spots, he trusts him. And I don't trust him. I guess you have to trust more than just Michael King and Wandy Peralta. 
and Ron Marinaccio to a degree. Um, so I, that's why losing Scott Efros, losing Lou Trevino, losing Tommy Cayley to this point, though he's almost ready to return, those are big losses because you need more trustworthy guys. It's bad enough they've got Ryan Weber and Albert Abreu out there, but Jimmy Cordero's now in Boone's circle of trust. Holmes might be the most trusted person. It's scary. The bullpen can scare you sometimes. The Yankees, three wins in a row here. So picking it back up after kind of a letdown performance last week with the two losses back-to-back against the Orioles and then the loss to the Padres. They follow up their three-game losing streak with a three-game winning streak. Looks like Josh Donaldson may return against the Dodgers, which I don't expect anything from Josh Donaldson. Yeah, I'll expect him to play good defense. It's fine. Good defense grows on trees. You can find that anywhere. I don't expect anything from his bat. Now, is he going to be a better option than some of the names the Yankees are running out there? Probably, because if you look on Monday night, you take Rizzo's name out of the lineup. They got Willie Calhoun batting third, and he, he had an okay game, but it's still, it's Willie Calhoun. Jake Bowers is in the lineup. Oswaldo Cabrera's in the lineup. Just a lot of really bad bats in the lineup, and Donaldson's a bad bat as well, but at least there's a track record there. Maybe for a few weeks, can't ask for a few months, but maybe for a few weeks he can hit like he used to hit before he became a Yankee. Stanton's getting closer to a return. Canely's getting closer to a return. Rodon's finally throwing. I guess he decided he, he may want to pitch for the Yankees this year, given all the money they're giving him. And then you've got Harrison Bader, who gets injured, running down the first baseline on Monday night, got pulled from the game immediately. Wasn't trying to talk his way back into the game. Boone and Boone goes out there. Training staff goes out there, and he's out in 10 seconds from them visiting him. Not a good sight. Boone calls it a minor thing after the game, and you could have the kind of uh, injury that Dustin Fowler had for the Yankees when Girardi was here when he ran into that electric box in Chicago, and his knee and his bone was, I think, (laughs) broken through the skin. You could have that kind of injury, and Boone would say, hey, it's a minor thing. We're going to send him for some tests, maybe down a couple days. Nothing's minor with the Yankees. Nothing's a couple days. It never works that way. Rizzo, he gets pulled from the game on Sunday. We're told he's fine. He'll be on the lineup on Monday. He's not on the lineup on Monday. Bader, it would be a miracle if he avoided the IL here. Because he came out of the game so quickly. Boone downplayed it. Two enormous signs that it's way worse than the Yankees are letting on. And then you've got a factor in Bader's always hurt. He's always hurt. He was always hurt as a Cardinal. Came over the Yankee <laughs> to the Yankees hurt, missed the mo- first month plus of the season being hurt this year. That's all he, that's what he does. He's a good player when he plays, but he he rarely ever plays. So you could probably expect to not see him for a while. So that's probably going to mean you're gonna get Judge, probably gonna get Kinder for a lot in the outfield, and then they're gonna have to make a decision. Are you gonna play Bowers out there, Calhoun? Are you gonna call up Florial? I don't know what they're going to do. Can't turn to Hicks because he's no longer part of the organization. Not that I'd want to turn to him anyway. Uh, but this is now a situation where, hey, he probably would have played every day and he's no longer part of the team. Just can guys stay healthy? Can we stop with these hamstring issues and the groins and the calf problems? It's just never ending with the Yankees. The team that has lost the most man games to injury this season. And if you go back the last five seasons, I'm sure they're blowing every other team out of the water. And Hal Steinbrenner told Meredith in March, we're doing everything right when it comes to injuries. 
So that must be why the entire team gets hurt. It's frustrating. It's annoying. You think you're getting close. You think you're getting close to getting a real major league lineup, 1-9, to nine, or as close as you can get with the way this roster was constructed. But instead, you're getting close to Donaldson coming back. You're getting close to Stan coming back, and now you lose Bader. We'll find out, I guess, late Tuesday night what, what the situation is there after the tests are done, what the Yankees are looking at in terms of how long he'll be out. And I, it's, I don't think it's days. I think it's weeks, unfortunately. It was a good win Monday night. Given the lineup, you had Torres, Judge, Calhoun at third, you know, batting third, then LeMahieu, then Bader, who came out for Greg Allen. Greg Allen gets picked off immediately. Goes in as a pinch runner for Bader, gets picked off. Not great, but he did have a hit in the game. Uh, Kiner Falefa, two hits in the game. Gagashioka, a pair of hits in the game. And Oswaldo Cabrero for five with two Ks. He's out. He's gone. It's time. Oswaldo Cabrera, time to go to AAA. And I think that's what you're going to see this week when Donaldson comes back. I feel like the move's going to be Cabrera going down. You would think it would be Calhoun out or Bowers out, but no, it's not going to be them. I mean, Calhoun's got a 730 OPS, Bowers 782. They've done all right. They've probably done better than all right. Bowers three for four, two RBIs and a walk on Monday night. The Yankees like him, so they're going to give him an opportunity Cabrera, he's just done nothing. He, There's no case to be made to keep him in the major leagues right now. And I think he'll be the guy out. Now, Volpe wasn't in the starting lineup Monday. Kiner Falefa was in at shortstop, eventually moved to left field in the late innings. I'm a little worried. Not that... Or I guess I'm more than a little worried that Isaiah Kiner Falefa is going to become the team starting shortstop again. Because he's been hitting... Now, not to say... His overall numbers are still abysmal. He's still hitting 217 with a 623 OPS, but he's been hitting more of late, and Volpe hasn't been. His May has been as bad as you could imagine. His April, you thought he was starting to figure it out. He was going to show consistency. He's just gone backwards here in May. But he's the guy, and I don't think they're going to pull the plug and send him back down and, and because they made this commitment. Going into the season, they had to figure this was going to happen at some point. He wasn't just going to come up and dominate Major League Pitching. There was going to be growing pains. And he's had more at-bats in the majors now in less than two months than he's had in AAA in his career. So this is part of the plan, I guess. He's going to have to figure it out here at the Major League level. He's not going down. But I do worry that Kiner Falef is going to play more than he should. He already plays a lot. And yes, this last week, he's had some big hits. He's hit a couple homers. He's had some extra base hits. He had the walk-off. Had a couple hits in Seattle. Don't let that fool you. There's a there's a lot of data, years of data, to prove that the Kiner Falefa of this week is a hot streak Kiner Falefa. This isn't who he is. So I'm not, I'm not like really, really worried about what's going on here, but I'm getting a little worried. If you're going to have him on the team, keep him in his reserve role, his utility role. Don't force this guy into being an everyday player again. So we know, we know how that works out. Um, the Yankees here have a lot of off days coming up. They have Thursday off, so they'll play Seattle. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, off day Thursday. Dodgers, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, off day Monday. The Yankees have six days off in June. Every Monday off, two Thursdays, 
that's enough off days where hopefully the unnecessary rest load management bullshit is a little lessened here this month. Probably won't be, but it should be. It also gives the opportunity to see the elite relievers more with all these days off. So I'm expecting a big June from the Yankees, even though this is a tough schedule. Tough schedule coming up here. They open the month with the Dodgers, then they've got the White Sox. Okay, that's not tough. Then they've got Boston, Mets, Boston again. Tough. Then Seattle, Texas, Oakland finish up the month with the Cardinals. Challenging schedule here, June. Going to see the Red Sox for the first time, six games. Going to see Texas, three games. Got the Mets for two, the Dodgers for three. Going to see some good competition here. It's good to have those off days this month. And hopefully, like I said, it leads to less nonsense, load management nonsense. So that'll do it for today. Yankees, Mariners, back at it a little late again on Tuesday night. Nestor Cortez against Logan Gilbert. Strong pitching on both sides. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.